0: Today in the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we are going to go through the WWE Crown Jewel event. I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinion on that event. That event was not bad. Also, we're going to go through the situation that happened during the week with a podcaster who went to AEW uh, Twitter account and made a comment about a match that was supposed to be on Wednesday and got the rap from the whole woman's locker room. Also, we're going to go through AEW Dynamite and Rampage, and I'm going to give you thoughts on that event. We're going to add that and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Here we go. It is. another episode of the choke slam wrestling report i am your host the infamous ultimate one and today we are going to be covering wwe's crown jewel yes 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 i actually went and sat down and watched a wwe pay-per-view now you know you guys know that i don't watch wwe like that and it's been a long time since i actually uh watched a pay-per-view i don't remember what was the last pay-per-view i ever saw from wwe it's been a long time but in reality the reason i watched it was because my friend Shala went and uh, she went and asked me yesterday are you going to watch the logan paul versus roman reigns uh, she enjoyed herself as far as my uh, my view on that when they first announced the uh, the match. She heard my podcast and I went off and I was going like, oh, why in the world? They bringing an the outsider to the wrestling business. This guy's a clown. Blah, blah, blah. And So yesterday she kind of reminded me because uh, I totally forgot that uh, Crown Jew was yesterday. So she asked, she asked me, oh, are you going to watch it? I was like, uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. I'll wait till the show is over, then I'll sit down later on in the evening and go through it again. Uh, and Lord and behold, the pay-per-view was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Uh, the I'm going to give you my feedback on these matches. And you know what? I got to give a thanks, because she was the one who actually reminded me that this was going on, and I actually sat down and watched this show, and it wasn't bad. Like I said, it wasn't bad. So, all I can say is thank you, Shala, for reminding me that. But the first match of the night was the Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley match. The match was a fuck finish. I'm just going to say it straight up because this was a match that was what? 10 months in the making. These guys went at it back at the Royal Rumble for the WWE title where Bobby Lashley was the champion. Uh, he had just defeated The Miz and whatnot, and he lost the belt to Brock Lesnar. So at the end of the day, Brock Lesnar ended up winning the uh, the world title back then in Royal Rumble. So now this was a match of a, kind of a let's get, make it even. Well, first of all, they went Saudi Arabia and... Bobby Lashley came in as the heel, because Brock Lesnar, people were cheering for him. And let me tell you something, Bobby Lashley jump-started the match by attacking Brock Lesnar's knee. He went on the, on the offense very quickly. Brock hit a couple of suplexes, took him to Suplex City. He hit the F5 for a near count at one point on Lashley. But, you know, it, it, Lashley just barely linked his hand together to apply the patent Herlock Full Nelson on Brock he almost had brock almost a minute at one point he changed his fingers to and it looked like brock was going to pass out but brock some way somehow did a bret hart move where back in the days if that was wrestlemania eight or nine where uh roddy piper had bret hart in a sleeper hole and bret hart went and jumped on the turnbuckle reversed the and this is exactly but the different ones, this was the Hurlock. It was a fool Nelson instead of a sleeper hole. And Brock pushed himself backwards and pinned Bobby Lashley, And it made look Bobby Lashley look like he's an idiot. Like, he didn't know his shoulders were getting pinned, okay, while he had the Hurlock on Brock Lesnar. So this was a fuck finish, the way I call it. And this it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. I, I, I couldn't say nothing better than that, but it was ridiculous. But, but this is WWE. You know, after the match, lastly attacked Brock Lesnar, put him in the Hurlock again, and then he just walked away pissed off. So, the Women's Tag Team Championship match, which to me, on Monday, WWE decided to give Alexa Bliss and Asuka the Women's Tag Team titles, taking the belts away from Dakota Kai and Io Sky. The question of the week was Did WWE damage, damage, damage control? Okay. Which is that's the group name so they they hurt damage control by taking those belts away from them now what wwe did was they decided well let's take the belts away from dakota kai and ian scott and then put those belts on the line on crown jewel and then have alexa bliss and oscar drop the belts and whatnot but the interesting part was alexa bliss and oscar were being interviewing the back before the match and all of a sudden you see the Bray Wyatt logo pop out through the TV screen and you see Alexa Bliss reaction to it. Now my thing, first thing I say, well, is Alexa Blitz going to be part of this Bray Wyatt 6 people, whatever it is they're planning to do? Well, we don't know. Because then during the match, it looked like Alexa Bliss and, and Oscar were about to be Dakota Kai and Io Sky when we had uh, Nick, uh, Nikki Cross comes in and kind of interfere in the match. And whatnot, you know, and, and 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 beat up, beat up on 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 uh, Alexa Bliss, and Damage Control ends up winning the tag team belts. A lot of people on Twitter were saying, "Why the hell did you took the belts away from from Io Sky and Dakota Kai if this was gonna be the results of it?" Didn't make no sense. So the match was alright. um uh, it, it wasn't all that, but it was it was entertaining, but. It makes me think now that is Nikki Cross going to be part of the Bray Wyatt 6. And now this is the way Bray Wyatt is getting even with Alexa Bliss. So what she did last year at WrestleMania was she turned on The Fiend and went out during the Randy Randy Orton match between the two. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens after that. Then we had Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a steel cage match. Um, The question is, is this feud over? Because during the match, we saw again Scarlett throwing mace in the eyes of the referee and Drew McIntyre. And some way, somehow, Drew McIntyre was able to get out of the cage even though he just had mace thrown in his face. This is what I'm talking about. Like this, of, course, of course, this is wrestling. It's a storyline. But it didn't make no sense. And she actually locked the damn cage. And Drew McIntyre went over the top. Then she realized, oh. Wait a minute. Let me open a case so Karrion Cross could come out to, 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 the, to the side of the door. And Drew McIntyre ends up winning the match. Now, the question is, is this storyline continue or this is the end of it? Hopefully, it's the end of it. Because the steel cage matches are the uh, gimmick that closes out feuds. And this should be over with. There shouldn't be another Karrion Cross, Drew McIntyre, Monday Night Raw tomorrow. No way. Okay? At all. So... Um, the next match was the OCs, the, o- the original club. Carr Anderson, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows versus Judgment Day. Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. Of course, this match, Judgment Day ends up winning it due to Rhea Ripley interference, which makes me, again, believe that when Wargame Survivor Series comes up, there is going to be someone who's going to join the OCs where it's going to be Beth Phoenix, because Rhea Ripley's had the same hairstyle as Beth Phoenix, and they mentioned it during the broadcast of that this match. Also, Bullet Club was mentioned in this broadcast, in this match, uh, bringing the history between AJ Styles and Finn Balor as being the leaders of Bullet Club, which kind of shocked me because that leads me to believe that maybe Triple H is trying to work with other companies outside of WWE, maybe with new japan as you know that shinsuke nakamura is wrestling the gray muda in noah on the beginning of next year so you know any, anything is possible. but i laugh and i was smiling when i saw the ocs lose this match and the reason is because of Car anderson Car anderson was supposed to be in new japan pro wrestling yesterday and uh and uh Autumn or battle autumn whatever it is that they show they're gonna have and he was supposed to defend the never open weight title In Japan against Hikaleo instead he decided to go to Saudi Arabia instead he showed up at WWE And whatnot and of course he had a a, a verbal agreement with New Japan He didn't have a contract, but he signed a contract with WWE And now they're doing all this this reunion of the old And since they come back AJ AJ has been pinned twice Car Anderson has been pinned. Lou gallo has been body slammed by Rhea Ripley, who's 100 pounds less than him. So this whole thing, this is what WWE does. You went and you left, and whatnot. Now you come back, even though it's a different regime, but it's the same shit. It's the same shit. So this is what you get, Car Anderson, for for disrespecting New Japan and whatnot. There you get. There you go. Yeah. So the next match. Was the Braun Strowman versus Amos garbage? So I'm gonna say right now, that match was garbage. Two big dudes doing nothing. Two two wrestlers, one trick pony, both of them, with stupid gimmicks, and it it was just a waste of time. Amos Amos pretty much dominated this match. He had Braun Strowman uh, hurt most of the match, and then it took one move. It was not, and it was a power slam, and Braun Strowman pins Amos. I don't want to see Omas ever again. You got this big seven foot three guy weighing four hundred and sixteen pounds, dominating Braun Strowman with 335 pounds, 6'8, and he's dominating him throughout the whole match, and then one move, power snap, and he pits a seven foot three guy. Are you serious? Okay. Again, another fuck finish in this main event or this this pay-per-view event. So I don't want to see none of them. I'm not a Braun Strowman fan and Omas, he's a joke. I, I can't I can't deal with that. The next match was the Undisputed Tag Team Championship match between the Usos versus the Brawling Brutes. And whatnot. not? This was pretty good. This match uh, brought everything in. But I, my question is, is this few over? Because remember, it was the Usos and the Bloodline who took out Sheamus. And Sheamus is, was taken out of TV as with a broken arm, whatever. So we're going to see where this is going to go. Um, the, the Saudi fans broke out into a chant going, we want Sammy." Of course, uh, Sami Zayn was, uh, you know, d- despite saying having never appeared on a WWE show in Saudi Arabia, I don't know if he was in the backstage or not, because, uh, because of his, um, he is not. I-, I think he has a problem because he's from Syria, so he has an issue with, uh, I don't know, with, uh, with Saudi Arabia. I don't know what it is, but anyway, but this pretty much, uh, the Usos end up beating. The uh, Brawling Brutes. I don't think this is over with. This match was pretty good. So I, you know, it's one of the, one of the best matches of the night and whatnot. Then we had the royal Women's Championship of uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Last Woman Standing match. A waste of time for me because if Bailey wasn't able to beat Bianca Belair in a ladder match, now you put her in the last stand, last Woman Standing match, and what happened? She got caught. Bailey got caught in a ladder. Stuck be- between a ladder and then stuck in a buckle. It, it was just stupid the way that and this match ended. And the, again, why would you take the belts away from Damage Control on Monday, put it back to them, and make you think that Bailey's about to win the the world title, the women's Raw title, so Damage Control could be in control of the women's division and Raw? But no, Bailey did not win the match. So Bailey shouldn't be getting no more title matches at all that's it done she lost twice she shouldn't be there at all none at all so it's ridiculous uh the next match was the roman reigns versus logan paul and again i want to thank shala because she was the one who reminded me to look at this and once i saw this match it was in the beginning you could tell roman reign was being cocky about it and whatnot but logan paul showed that he had wrestling skill was able to do a lot of stuff at one point he went and uh did a frog splash from the turnbuckle to the announcing table where roman reign was laying down while he was taking selfie because he was just he was playing too much to the crowd that's the one thing i did not like about him the usos came out and once the usos came out uh they took out uh logan paul's entourage who were out sitting in the front then jake paul pops out which made him more words more cringe for me and when i and you know he took out the 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 usos whatever the case may be and then next you know solo sakai showed up so now you have Solo Sakai facing jake paul and whatnot so while the usos were behind jake paul logan paul does a dive over the top rope takes out both usos but he let himself open when he went right back into the ring and superman punched by roman reigns a spear and the match was over so uh The match was pretty good. I cannot front. I cannot say that this is garbage because it wasn't. It was pretty good. And I think I would recommend people to watch this. Uh, But after this, I don't want to see Logan Paul again in the wrestling ring. I think he signed a contract, so he'll be back again. But the only thing, the only problem I have with this is this was his third match and he was already getting a world title match. All because the Prince from Saudi Arabia wanted to see him on the show so wwe decided oh let's give him a world title shot you know and that is a slap to the face to the talent in the back those guys that come in every week to wrestle and travel they should be getting those title matches not logan paul so that i have a problem with that and as bad as good as this match was i still have a problem when outsiders come out of nowhere and wwe needs to put themselves already in the the sports entertainment and put itself out there in the media world. This is what happened. And this is and yet, you know, you got wrestlers going back to WWE. I don't get it. I don't get it. So but uh, you know, that that is my um my thoughts on that and hopefully, you know, you guys enjoyed it. But that's my opinion on it. The WWE crown jewel was pretty good. It came front. Um, so uh, you know, again, I wanna thank my friend. She was the one like kinda convinced me to go see it. And then once I told her it was good, she was like, you see, you see, uh, can't judge. It's true, you can't judge, but doesn't mean I'm gonna be watching WWE pay-per-views all the time. Uh, but Survivor Series looks like it's gonna be good depending on the storyline, so I'll be checking that out. So we'll be right back after this with more Chokeslam Wrestling Report. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from from the the independent independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or landsbychance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. back so the next subject we're going to talk about is what happened this week uh and twitter there is a podcaster who's very popular who will remain nameless and whatnot. not most of the people probably saw it those who are always on twitter decided to go to the aew twitter account and make a comment on a match between Jay Carhill and Marina Sheffield He put, God, please, no, not this again. That's what he's, his response is. And this happened uh, probably a couple of hours after I did my podcast last week. And the Twitter feed was full of people uh, commentating on it. You had the whole AEW women's roster coming after him. You had Britt Baker. You had Jay Carhill herself said to him get off your mother's basement okay um and at first i saw it i was like what the hell is going on because he came online and he talked about uh that he was verbally attacked that he has the right to say what his opinion is whatever and i was like okay and as i saw the twitter as i went to twitter and i seen the tweet he put i said to myself well this is the problem you went to the AEW Dynamite or AEW Elite Twitter account and actually made that comment on their account. What made you think that Jay Carhill or any of those females in that locker room was not going to go after you? Now, mind you, this is not the first time that this podcaster has felt the wrath of a uh, wrestling locker room. Couple of years ago, he was going after Alexa Bliss, okay, and I don't know what happened. You had Braun Strowman commented on it. I think Alexa Bliss herself said something about it. There were other female wrestlers there, even uh, Nia Jax. You had uh, McFoley. This guy's family was threatened through Instagram because of what he said about Alexa Bliss. Now, if you guys know that in Twitter, you have too many droves, too many people who take professional wrestling serious. If you say something about a WWE or AEW, they come out in droves and they go do background checks and they do stupid shit and they go after whoever that person said about their favorite wrestler, favorite promotion or whatever. So, This is not the first time he's done this. So I'm like, okay, you didn't learn your lesson the first time. Here you are going to the AEW Twitter account and actually making those comments and you do not expect any of these female wrestlers to come and hit you back. So Jay Carhill went after him. You had Rebel went after him. Uh, I think Britt Baker went after him. And he was upset. Uh. In my view and in my opinion, whether he's his is or not, because, you know, he brags about how he's the best podcaster in the in the IWC and he's number one, he knows whatever, you know. Hey, if that's what you think, by all means, hey, you got to be confident. You feel confident that you're number one. You feel confident that everybody listens to you. Yes, you have a large following and, more, hey, more power to you, you know. But to me, when he did that, he kind of pretty much, Started a whole shit storm that he knew he wasn't going to be able to get out of it Okay, because it's like again, this is not the first time he's done this. Okay His reply he was upset at people who did not come to defend him Podcasters, I don't believe I probably one of them but I do follow him. I think some of his stuff is good You know, he's very knowledgeable on the business I just think that he needs to told tone, tone it down a little bit because now he's upset because nobody came to def- on his defense and he started cursing everybody and he was talking about the AEW show for Wednesday was going to be a shit show, whatever. And then Wednesday show showed up and he pretty much shitted on AEW. What kills me is that if you've been supporting AEW, okay, like you say you have, and you have, you have been supporting AEW since, de- since day one. I think you should just keep your, your personal opinions to yourself. If you're going to do it, do it in your podcast. Don't go to the AEW Elite Twitter account and actually say that the match between Marina Shafir and Jay Carhill is going to be shitty. Well, we all know it was. But still, you're going to get some type of rap. You know what I'm saying? People are going to look at you like you, you know, you're Boo Boo the Fool. You know what I'm saying, and the RAF was serious. I mean, everybody came after him. But the thing that got me a little disappointed in him is, he said, "Oh, all you people who did not support me on when this happened, I'm not going to support you in that because you know better. You should not go to any all elite profile Twitter to 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 put anything like that. You had to know this was coming, okay?" You can't act surprised because now all of a sudden, you know, you're getting a rap from um, the AEW women's division and whatnot because of something you said. And it's bad enough you're already on Twitter and in the, in the IWC as someone obnoxious. You're, you're loud. Uh, you know, you say whatever's in your mind. And, you know, granted that you're, you know, you can't say anything nowadays because everybody can offend. Everybody's being a little little bitches and whatnot let's be realistic and whatnot but there's a time and a place for everything okay there's a time and a place for everything you 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 just don't go to the all elite wrestling twitter account and say oh god not this again you'll say we watch the match and see what happens we know the match is not going to be great because marina shafir is not a good wrestler whether people agree with me or not she is not a good wrestler. Their match this Wednesday was horrible, okay? Their whole match was horrible when the match was going on. You had Nyla Rose on the damn rampway talking while the match was going on with Vicky Guerrero, which was stupid. Who is coming up with these things? That that's the, that's the thing I say. You know what I'm saying? But, again, you know, this is not the first time he's done this. So that Wednesday happened. Now, O-Elite right now, their show was shitty. You know what I'm saying? Which, to me, the show was average i'm not gonna say it was great it was this and this and that it was average but it's crazy it's crazy but you know to me as a podcaster i will not go to any promoter's website and say oh your match this week's gonna be shitty the person who's wrestling this week or whoever is shitty makes no sense you're bringing negative vibes to your website whatever i mean he had to shut down his damn dms 'Cause it was that bad. Okay, people were taking clips and putting it. They're saying that he was pathetic. It just showed show the clip where he was talking about, oh, nobody came to my defense. No podcaster in their right mind is gonna come to your defense after what you did. Okay? And I'm not a popular podcaster. Let me tell you that. I'm not a popular podcaster. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm not well I'm not known in the in the IWC like that. But even me will not even do that. Because it's not a smart move. You're trying to build a brand, and you're trying to bring positive vibes, not negative vibes. Because the negative vibes, you're gonna get the negative vibes regardless. But you ignore that shit. You ignore it. And apparently, he didn't, and he felt the wrath. And they still, still, his feelings. Because what he said on Wednesday about AEW shows you that he's on his feelings. And who knows? But you gotta learn your place and your time. You can't be attacking. Woman, the the woman, especially woman wrestling, you can't. Not in this day and age. Yeah, you could say, oh, I got a thousand, a hundred thousand followers, whatever. But at the end of the day, you're gonna lose some because people don't want to be part of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he lost a lot of people because of that. You know, which makes no <laughs> sense. You know what I'm saying? But again, I stay in my lane. You know what I'm saying? People who support me, I I know who you are and. You, and I appreciate that, but I will never do no shit like that. Hell no. Because it's a brand you're building. You don't want reputation in your brand. Especially when you got the TBA's champion telling you to get out of your mama's basement. Now, I'm not saying that you live with your moms, but, you know, they put it out there in social media. It's going to be followed by a bunch of other trolls who are going to get into it. They had nothing to do with it, but oh, let's, let's, let's attack this such-such person. Yeah, it makes no sense i keep my brand as far as possible as far as when it comes to the negativity stuff and i'm not that stupid to go to any promotion and criticize a match that's going to happen during the week so we'll be right back with more chokeslam wrestling report hi this is james rodens from the WNR podcast and you are listening to the chokeslam wrestling report <laughs> And we're back. So now we're gonna go over AEW Dynamite from this week, and of course, this week we saw the opening of AEW Dynamite with Darby Allen and Jay Lethal. This match was p- pretty good. Uh, even though one point we saw Darby do a, a two-punch suicida and bounce off Sajin Singh, which was hilarious and whatnot. So. But Darby ended up losing this match because of Cole Carter. Now, AEW went and did some WCW bullcrap and, and dressed up Cole Carter as Sting. We, we knew it was his thing, first of all, because of the mask. And second of all, his height. This guy was a mask short. So I knew it was somebody else, and it turned out it was Cole Carter. But the, my biggest surprise was Sting's music play, you see Cole Carter uh sergeant singh uh the other guy i forgot his name uh stayed by the rampway waiting for sting to come out as it turned out jeff jarrett enters the ring and blasts darby allen with the guitar and the first thing that came into my mind is what the hell is jeff jarrett doing in aew as it turned out he is a uh, business development, that's his title, but he already on TV. And it looks like you know um, Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, uh, Sanjay Singh, and Cole Carter are now part of a faction with Jeff Jarrett. Now, Sanjay Singh, not Sanjay Singh, I'm sorry, uh, Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal go way back with Jeff Jarrett from the TNA days, and... Jeff Jarrett came and did a promo, talk about how many years he's been in the business since 1946. His father, his grandmother, his sister, his uncle, whatever, been in the business for so many years. But that I do not like this. Why is Jeff Jarrett in there? That's a waste of money. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's going to happen with that, but we're going to see what's going to happen. They had the AEW World title eliminator with John Mockley versus Lee Moriarty. Mox ended up submitting Moriarty, but then he gets attacked by Ethan Page, and Ethan Page attacked Moxley because now the AEW is having this uh, number one contender tournament coming up for Full Gear, and Ethan Page is in that tournament. Now we all know that in Full Gear, most likely MJF is going to beat Moxley for the AEW World Title. Now I don't know who's going to win that, but the the tournament, but. We'll see about that. So that's what that stands right now. MJF did not come out this week in Dynamite because he's still uh, they're still uh, playing the, uh, the attack from the week before. FDR uh, came out to save the acclaim from the firm after uh, the acclaim was celebrating uh, daddy ass Billy Gunn's birthday. The acclaim came in and attacked, uh, attacked uh, the acclaim. FTR comes out to save the acclaim. So now it looks like they are. I believe the uh, the Gun Club was the one who came out to uh, to beat up uh, along with uh, Morrissey. So now the Gun Club and Swerve and Glory are teaming up. Uh, I think they are teaming up against against the Gun Club, and then it's going to be FTR with Acclaim this week coming up at dynamite uh the ring of honor title match uh chris jericho uh this was a surprise because chris jericho had said he'll wrestle anybody a former woman's champion a former tag team champion anybody from ring of honor from the past cole cabana answered the challenge now if you think this is not sticking it to cm punk and letting cm punk know we're not on your side at the you know there's report that he may not come back and he's not going to wrestle anymore this pretty much Tony Khan sticking it to Coke, uh, to to CM Punk. So Cole Cabana answered the challenge against Chris Jericho. He did very well, you know. He could have won the match, but Jake Hager interfered, costing the match. And Jericho hit the cold break on him. And then afterwards, Chris Jericho decided that he wanted to attack Ian Riccoboni, the announcer for Ring of Honor, and he was about to get attacked, but but Jericho went. Claudio and the rest of the comeback. Club came out and there was a big brawl between JAS and the Combat Club again so this is never over but I still see the Combat Club getting betrayed by Lord Steven Regal come full gear that's my take on that the All Atlantic title match between Luchasori versus Ray Phoenix and Orange Cassidy this was a good match with several people showing up and pretty much uh, kind of getting involved in the match Jack Perry Jungle Boy came out and he pretty much took luchasori out of the match and then Cassidy hit his orange punch on phoenix made air to beat him and then uh park came out to attack orange cassidy but shibata comes out and park just backed off and they set up the match between shibata and park for rampage for the old atlantic title match uh, tbs title match the one that we're talking about the marina Shafir. And jay carhill my opinion on that garbage the match was garbage it was garbage because first of all two women who still first of all marina shafir can't wrestle jay Carhill is still green and having nyla rose on the microphone with vicky guerrero while the match is going on that was pure garbage whoever came up with this need help the ring of honor tv title which was the main event of the match was samoa joe versus brian cage this was a good match between Joe. And Brian Case, these guys were going at it throughout the whole match. Uh, but similar Joe ended up making Brian Case tap. But the Gates of Agony came out, uh, comes out and attacks Joe, bringing out Warlow. Only for Warlow to get attacked by Powerhouse Hobbs again for the second time for the second week in a row. So that's pretty much the next challenge for Warlow, Powerhouse Hobbs. Don't not be surprised if Powerhouse Hobbs beats Warlow for the TNT title so that was the uh that was dynamite rampage had the match between shibata kajusi shibata against orange cassidy this was a pretty good match i cannot front well the only thing i did not like was kasujo shibata getting pinned by orange cassidy but then again you have to go to that route because shibata has this is the first match shibata has had in almost five years after his brain injury. So that, you know, Custard Yuri Shibata doing his thing. Uh, it was more a little bit comedy here and there, but you got to expect that. It's Orange Cassidy, but it was, it wasn't a bad match. I think it was one of the best matches and rampage this week. You know, uh, Tyson, not, the one thing I didn't like was Mike Tyson knew who Shibata was, which is kind of cool. He knew who Shibata was. Sh- Shibata's ancient music rules. Of course, that's, that's, that's in the new Japan tone. The counter Shibata used to get out the head scissors was beautifully executed. It's such a simple tip on making it look as good as he did. It's not easy. And Shibaka making fun of Cassidy's kick. That was a good point there. The spinning head scissors takedown Cassidy used looked bad. It was horrible. He did not even come close to hooking his leg. So it was obvious that Shibata went down willingly. Uh, but this came close. This match was pretty good. And it looked like, at one point, it looked like Shibata was going to make. Cassidy Tapp Now, I wasn't happy that he got pinned, but again, you're not gonna have Shibata with the all Atlantic belt because then he gotta go defend it everywhere. Because that's the, that belt. That's the way it is. The Britt Baker v- versus Jamie Henry versus Madison rain I did not bother to look. I fast forward that shit. Uh, two women, um, Madison rain and Sky Blue, have not done nothing, and this Britt Baker. Uh, with, with, Britt Baker is pretty much taking the the spotlight away from Jamie Hader cuz Jamie Hader is being groomed probably to be the bigs big the next big thing on the women's division but Britt Baker is just every week she's there she steals the spotlight I hate it afterwards after the match uh Tony Storm came out took out a uh, Reba or Reba whatever her name is uh took out uh who else uh took out uh Britt Baker at one point and then you know after that toy she went at the, at the Jamie Hayter in the ring she put it in like a clover leaf only to get hit with the belt by Britt Baker which I really don't care the gates of agony and Warjo this was a pretty good match now the interesting part was after the match Warlo, Warjo won the match but powerhouse hops came out and warlow kind of pushed Samoa joe back like oh you know get out of my way i want him to come in the ring and Samoa joe gave this warlow a, a look which do not be surprised that warlow gets attacked by Samoa joe on the next tag team you know what I'm saying all these guys can stop pushing each other and they now they start feeding with each other so uh i could see that happening that would be a good match between uh Samoa joe and warlow and whatnot so this would be cool so and that is it for the shows this week so uh, we will be right back with more of my thoughts on the AEW uh, and stuff that I heard this week so we'll be right back with more Chokeslam Wrestling Report hey what's going on it's your boy J. Red Sante host of Turnbuckle Tabloid and you're listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report <laughs> And we're back. We're about to conclude this episode with some some of my thoughts and some of the the uh, the uh, my opinions on some of the news that has been coming in. Uh, first of all, but uh, well, as far as AEW is com- uh, concerned, CM Punk, the word at the beginning of the week was that he planning to never wrestle again, and. Uh, they said nick houseman from wrestling i'm sorry really say the cash does not seem to be an issue for c and pump he's got inroads in in, ho- in hollywood going on right now stephen male certainly shining him up with what they're trying to do over the heels right now have a lot of people that have no punk to say to me this guy's never going to wrestle again now there was a uh uh a comment made, which made sense, and again, it was the podcast that they got attacked this week, where he said that CM Punk decides to go back to WWE is not a good look for him, which is true. Because there's so many years he had throw shades at WWE, and now all of a sudden, because his AEW adventure did not work out because of his fault, now you're going to go back to WWE, which to me, we we. It would look like, well, WWE is going to end up winning on that because, uh, look, we could control him and AEW. And it still would look make him look bad. But, you know, and then the fact that AEW pretty much told how they felt about CM Punk, if you really think about it, by putting Cole Cabana in a Ring of Honor world title match, you can imagine what CM Punk felt. I'm sure he still, he's, he had to see this. Or oh, somebody sent him something. He must have been. Punching in the air, like, how dare them do this and whatnot. And do not be surprised CM Punk tries to sue AEW after all this, you know. Also, the the elite situation they show a, a, a promo this week where the elite is winning these uh, the trio's title and then they eliminate the the, the 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 elite out of a graphic. Uh, so I don't know what's the story behind that. I don't know if it's uh. I mean, I don't know if it's because the elite's coming back. We don't know, so that is something to look forward to. So we're gonna see what happens here. FTR, the tag team that I feel that they should have won already, the AEW tag team titles, and make them the best tag team ever to have four world titles in four different companies. Okay, FTR right now, the IWG tag team title match added to New Japan wrestling battle autumn where FTR will defend the iwgp tag team championships and i think they already defended it yesterday in the long awaited japanese debut so uh i they were supposed to defend the belts against jeff cobb at great O'Connor but she would arguably have been open and showcased for the mtr title defend ended up with a few more twists in the tails of the united empire side so that's going to be something to look forward to the house of black maybe coming back to TV AEW TV. They did a promo this week where Julia Hart is pretty much in uh in some graveyard and you see all three members of the House of Black getting buried and coming back to Earth. So is the House of Black gonna come back on TV? The question is when? When they're coming back on TV. So the whole point is, you know, this whole thing where Malachi Black asked for his release Buddy Murphy asked for his release. This whole thing about it that was going around a couple of months ago. It looks like the House of Black may be back on TV. The question is, would it be after Full Gear? Would it be somewhere before Full Gear? So, that is something to look forward to. Also, the podcaster who got attacked this week made a comment about AEW saying, take that Ring of Honor storylines out of AEW. It's bullcrap. Well... I hate to say it, but it's ridiculous. Because you're saying you're saying take the Ring of Honor, the the Samoa Joes out of TV, take out the F T R out of TV because there's a ring of honor, take Daniel Garcia out of TV, take Chris Jericho out of TV. And uh and then you got Prince Nana with the uh the Gates of Agony and Brian Case. So you're telling me that you don't want to see this on TV because you just want to see AEW only. No, it makes no, it makes no sense what you're saying because, first of all, AEW, um, AEW owner Tony Khan owns Ring of Honor. If he wants to put his Ring of Honor guys on the AEW Dynamite programming, he's going to do it. That's number one. It's two, final battle is coming up on December. Okay, and I believe it's December 20th or something. Like that. I don't remember when it is. Uh, I think December 12 or 13, one of those. So you're telling me you don't want to see Ring of Honor on an AEW programming because, again, you're still on your feelings. You, you, you know, you don't want to see this. You don't want to see that. The bottom line is this. It doesn't matter what you want. That's the thing. You know, these some, some of these podcasts and sometimes, oh, I want to see this. I want to see that. You know? And some of the stuff that they say don't make sense. Tony Khan owns Ring of Honor. If he wants to pull Ring of Honor matches and championship matches, he's going to put it. Because first of all, he's trying to get a streaming a streaming service. Okay? So in order for him to get a streaming service, he has to showcase his talent. He's not going to go and be like, oh, yeah, I want you to pull Ring of Honor on TV. The streaming service is going well, let me see what your talent is doing oh we we can't showcase him because that we don't have no it doesn't make no sense so again this podcaster got a new a-hole ripped out of him because of what he did a week ago and well i now he's in his feelings you know what i'm saying which makes no sense because you should have known better you've done this before and you got chewed up for it and you did it and did it again so you know as i say if you if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it, and this is what happened. It repeated itself. This time, he got lambasted by the AEW Women's Division. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it is what it is, and, and, and you know, I mean, I could personally, I st- I enjoy Ring of Honor. Wrestlers coming out. You got the Dolce Casual guys come out, Cole Cabana, Samoa Joe, uh, the FTR is the ta- Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, you know. Who was the... Uh, comes out that gates of agony you're pushing them get brian cage against on tv what else do you want i think matt, matt bennett and and, and and matt taven and michael bennett were, were on tv they they got signed by aew what else do you want you know what i'm saying so you got some like i said some people just complain about anything and then when they do something wrong now they want people to defend them No, i'm not i'm not defending anybody you decide wrong you decide wrong that's it. End of story. That is it for me today, guys. Um, again, um, I just want to let everybody know that the Chokesland Wrestling Report is sponsoring two shows this month. The first show is gonna be on November 13th for Evictus Pro Wrestling. And it's on in the Bronx on uh, 910 Hunts Point Avenue. And I am sponsoring the uh the HOG six-way six champion, Montekia. I am sponsoring him and his uh, six-pack bundle match coming up on November 13. Um, so he is getting uh, sponsored by the Chokesland Wrestling Report. We're hoping to get him in the show very soon. Um, also, uh, November 26th, the weekend of Thanksgiving, I am sponsoring New Way Pro Wrestling's reign. Uh, in, in Indiana, uh, so we're doing that. So you know we're, we're making moves and hopefully you know we get more notice on the brand and whatnot. Uh, I don't know yet about project project code name uh, and they December uh, no, December 10th show they got coming up, or 12 Escape from New York. Uh, actually 10, December 10th, Escape from New York. I don't know if I'm gonna be sponsoring that yet, but I will be trying to go to that event. Also, House of Glory is having a show December 17th at the New York City Arena where we're going to have Kenta show up, and hopefully he'll be there. So that's going to be cool. So there's a lot of stuff coming up there. The Chokesland Wrestling Report will be uh, either involved or will be at, in attendance. Uh, Shout-out to my boy Michael J. Servantino and my boy Red from Turbocal Tabloid. So big-ups to them. We're, we're, we're going to try to see if we get them in the show Somewhere in November and whatnot. Then in December, just going to take it easy because that's, you know, that's a slow time. Um, so also, you know, check out CJP Radio. Uh, they have, they also have uh, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report streaming, and they show, so well, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere right now. I'm a Pop Bean, uh, Apple, uh, what else? The Radio. I just ran right out Pot Chaser just took our, took our, uh, podcast uh who was uh player fm just took out a t- podcast so you know we're trying to get we're trying to get the brand out there to be noticed so uh but again i want to thank all those people who have supported me in the last it's going to be four years in may uh i want to thank you know all the people who supported my my audio podcast my channel uh, who keeps supporting the channel the channel i haven't put anything yet because it's, wrestling has been very slow as uh the last couple of weeks But you got Survivor Series coming up, War Games, which is going to be interesting. I definitely want to check that out. I want to see how the storyline is going to end up with that. So it's going to be cool. Uh, But I believe I could see either um, the Judgment Day with Rhea Ripley against the OC and Beth Phoenix involved in that because Rhea Ripley had the same hairstyle as uh, Beth Phoenix yesterday at the WrestleMania. Uh, WWE Crown Jewel. I'm sorry, I keep saying Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, that's coming up in January. So, uh, again, guys, thanks very much. Also, check out the uh, the Chokesman Wrestling Report store with our merchandise. That's tcwr.dotveryimpressive.com. That's t-c-w-r-dot-very-inc-pressive-dot-com. You can check out the hoodies, the hats, the T-shirts in there. You could register to the website, and you get the uh, chance to not only get your merchandise, but you also could check out the YouTube channel that has a link there and the audio podcast right underneath with the new, uh, not a new, but the logo in there. You click that. You get all the audio uh, um, archives and get to listen to all the shows there. So you could check that out. So that is it for me, guys. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Follow me there. I don't know how long i be on Twitter because Elon Musk is on some bullshit. So, but you're going to have that. Uh, check, again, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, also the YouTube channel. Check out the web, uh, the, the, the YouTube channel uh, whatnot, the not Wrestling Report. So, I'm everywhere, guys. So, check it out. Until then, be safe uh, and take care of yourselves. And I'll see y'all guys next week. Get the music.